Welcome back to another episode of the More Life Podcast. It's Matt and Mike back with another episode. It's been a super long time since the last episode. What was it? March 7th, is that right? Yeah, yeah. It's been a while. It's been a really long time. That's way too long for no podcast. But we do have reasons for that. And actually, the topic of today's episode is part of the reason why we have not been posting a podcast in so long. Um, so yeah, once again, we apologize. It's been way too long for a podcast. Um, but there are reasons for that. Um, we did the end. Of, both of us had the end of our semester in college just recently, which of course takes up a lot of time and work. Um, and just life reasons got in the way as well. We were both super busy the past two months. And then the main reason why we have not been hosting a podcast <laughs> in a while is because Matt and I both got mononucleosis. And uh, so yeah, that's the main reason why. Uh, it's an unfortunate disease. Uh, usually seeing people 20, 25 years old. But yeah, we are still trying to figure out how we got it. Um, but yeah, we'll talk about that here today. Anything you got to say, Matt? You know, it's uh, not something you want to have. I can, I can say that much. <laughs> Definitely a disease that, I mean, you know about it. It's kind of, it's known as the, the kissing disease. We, we did not kiss, by the way. Yeah. We are not. That's not a thing. But uh, <laughs> it's definitely unfortunate because we definitely had a lot of things going on. And uh, mono, it's kind of this one thing. Like, it just puts everything to, a, everything to a halt right away in your life. You can't, like, really go through your daily life, like, hang around with the symptoms of mono. But we're back. The boys are buzzing for the episode. Ready to get back in the podcast podcast groove. So, Matt, why don't you start and talk about how you got mono and, like, not how you got it, but, like, how it started and kind of how the symptoms prevailed that. Yes, yeah. So when I think back, I remember uh, it, it started with a fever. I, I got a fever. Um, it was pretty bad in the morning and the night. Um, I had that for a solid week. I think the highest I got is around 104, which is a little scary. But uh, yeah, that, that was not fun. And at the time, I, you know, I wasn't really sure what I had. I was thinking like, this can't be COVID because like, you know, I've always followed, you know, the precautions and I'm fully vaccinated, and I would just see, I feel like it was a really slim chance. And, you know, people would think that, you know, it would have been COVID, but I just kind of always thought it wasn't. Um, so I had to go get tested, and uh, I had to wait, you know, a couple of days for that to come back. And mind you, I'm at the end of my semester right now, so I'm out from school because, you know, I'm getting tested for COVID, so... You know, I'm missing classes, and it, it it sucks. Also, running a fever and not feeling great at all. I felt pretty tired. You know, the fever wasn't a good mix, and uh, results came back negative. Um, it wasn't a surprise to me. And then, you know, symptoms just kept going. Fever kept going, and then it kind of switched into a sore throat. I got a really bad sore throat, and my glands were super swollen. And, you know, at that point, I called the doctors, and I'm like, you know, something's up. Like, we got to figure this out. So I went in for an appointment, and uh, they tested me for strep first. But they, you know, they told me they had a good idea that uh, it was mono. But they tested me for strep, and that came back positive. Um, so I did have strep. And then I they sent me out for blood work for mono. And then, you know, that came back positive as well. So that's kind of uh, how things went for me. I had that sore throat for about a week. Um, they gave me antibiotics for the strep throat. You know, I think it did help a little bit, but I actually had a reaction to the antibiotics. And it's really common with mono um, when you're diagnosed or prescribed with things like amoxicillin or uh, medications like that. You, you end up getting like a full body rash and uh, that wasn't fun. <laughs> uh, but I had that for, you know, a couple, probably through four days, I would say. But, you know, we recovered. It was probably a total of like two weeks uh, with the rash, maybe two 
in a couple more days. So uh, that was kind of my experience with it. How about your mode? Yeah, it's definitely a shitty experience. Or a crappy experience. Um, one thing I would ask you about is one thing you said that we both talked about you forgot to mention was the night sweats. Why don't you tell us a little, oh, a little bit about the night sweats? You are right. You are right. <laughs> oh, man. The night sweats were horrible because, you know, I would go to bed. I'd be a little cold. And so I'd, you know, put all these blankets on and I'd wear sweatpants and then I'd wake up at like, God, it was like 1 a.m. or 2 a.m. or something. And I was drenched. It was, it was just disgusting, guys. Like, I'm, I'm not kidding you. It was nasty. You know, I had to change all my clothes in the middle of the night, feeling like garbage, (laughs) change all my clothes. And, uh, you know, the bed felt, you know, a little, (laughs) a little wet. A little, just a little, little, just just, just enough. And it was nasty. And, uh, you know, I had to clean my sheets well i chose to clean my sheets after every time that happened because i just you know it's nasty but yeah the night sweats were were horrible oh i agree because i i had the night sweats for probably three to four days as well and like it's kind of the same thing you mentioned like you'd be you go to bed like in a with a good temperature like at the appropriate amount of blankets like just normal sleeping clothes you wake up at like 1 a.m you don't feel cold but your whole body is like in a sweat and your bed is all sweaty, and then you gotta like take off your shirt and like just change clothes and go back to bed. With the bed still being all all like damp and gross, it's yeah. it's one of the most disgusting things like ever. It's yeah. so gross, but yeah. it's one a.m. So you can't just like not gonna you're not gonna like change do a whole lot of laundry to get like <laughs> exactly <laughs> like um, yeah no the one time I got him it was like I think it was like five o'clock in the morning and at that point I was like you know what we're just gonna shower and I did <laughs> I showered at five a.m. I, you know, I just couldn't take it anymore, but... It's so gross. Yeah, the light, night sweats were not fun. But yeah, getting into my symptoms, it was kind of weird, because the symptoms I got is something like I never really, like, had before in terms of the way it progressed. Like, it started off with just, like, the first day of symptoms, just, like, a headache, and I just was overall feeling kind of crappy. Like, I skipped, like, my afternoon class, and just because, like, I went home, and I tried to get a COVID test, but they wouldn't let me at school because I had symptoms, which is, I think is the weirdest thing ever, like... Why would they not let you get a COVID test if you had symptoms of COVID? Yeah. It doesn't make any sense to me, but that's UB for you, so we'll, we'll stick with that. And then uh, um, I did end up getting a COVID test at a different place, and that ended up coming back negative. Um, I also got a strep test that came back negative as well, which kind of got me thinking, like, I don't know what's going on here. And then the next day, which was, I think, the the third day in which I had, like, a sore throat, I was feeling kind of tired, like, fatigue, and also had chills at times. And then I took, it was like a Saturday, I remember. I took a nap, and um, after like two, three-hour nap, I woke up like super tired, and I had a fever of like, I think almost 103. So at that point, I had to go to, um, I ended up going to the ER, and it's, they did like did some blood work and like a full examination, and uh, yeah, they told me I had mono through the blood work, and they gave me some like antibiotics, like dexamethasone and a few other things to uh, try and uh, prevent the inflammation of the tonsils and uh, kind of reduce the pain, because swallowing was like so painful with mono that was probably in my opinion the worst symptom like just swallowing water or like anything was like ridiculously painful like i never had that in my life like ever it must have just been like my like uh pharynx and tonsils must have just been like so inflamed that it must just cause that pain i also had like the um like matt mentioned the um the swollen lymph nodes which are like kind of really weird because when i first got that i had never had that before so i was like really um questioning what that could be because like you know, it's like, it's just like a tumor or something. Like, yeah. you, you have no idea. Cause like, it's just like a huge, like uh, oval or like ball, right? Where your um, right side of the neck and then like kind of behind the ear as well, which I guess is where uh, lymph can commonly build up. But yeah, that was definitely very weird. But yeah, the sore throat was the most, definitely the most, the worst symptom of all. Like that was like just so painful. Like for probably five to six days, like 
grimaced every time I like drank water or like any kind of juice or ate any food. Like you know, you don't even want to eat food. It's just so painful just to swallow. Like mm. that's for me was the worst thing of all. And even just like random times, like you would go from feeling warm to cold like so quickly. You wouldn't and you wouldn't change clothes or like go into a new environment. It would just like happen on and off like so weird. Like I remember at school we had this white coat ceremony and it was like kind of it's like a ceremony to celebrate you going on your first clinical experience after um, your first year of classes. And I'm just like, just, just, just like seeing the room, looking around at everyone, feeling like really dizzy and like cold. And I'm like, geez, if I walk up there, I hope they're not thinking like I'm like on something. Cause <laughs> I'm not trying to be like get that bad reputation, but yeah, it was just the whole experience. Like with mine, I was just, you just feel like so drained and like not yourself for a week. And yeah, like I had the, we were practicing my lab partner and I in school practicing for like a physical therapy um lack practical and i'm just like trying to talk and like because you're it's like you're talking too as well yeah. I don't know if you got that as well yeah. like talking kind of hurts as well just trying to be like somewhat normal but you just you just can't be like your full self at all yeah yeah no it's 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 you know something you don't you don't want to spread you don't want to give to someone you don't you don't want to have it let me ask you this: How does how did this affect you ending your semester? Because we both got this around the same time, and it was end of the semester. Yeah, ending the semester um, was kind of weird because, like, I went to the first few days of symptoms. I didn't think I had mono, but I I still I just had the painful sore throat and like was really tired with chills. So I went to classes, but um, after that, so after, oh yeah, I went to my final classes, and then after that was our white coat ceremony, which I went to. Wasn't feeling great for that, but went to it anyway. And then um, the next week was final exams, and I took like the first few exams online. And I had a, I had supposed to have a practical on Monday, but Saturday was the day that I felt like really bad. Like that was the worst day for me symptom wise. Mm. And that's the day I got uh, confirmed that I had mono. So I didn't. I told my professor like I couldn't do the practical, and I got that move because there was no way that I could like perform well enough to do like parts of a PT examination of to like doing well in that. Just because yeah. like my symptoms were like. At the point, I couldn't do that, but I took, yeah, so I took a few exams online. Then once it got to be, like, Wednesday or Thursday, the finals week, I started feeling well enough to do um, exams in person, and uh, so I went through that, and then had the practical move to the following week, so overall, everything turned out okay, um, just because some of the freshers were nice enough to move things online, and by the time I got well enough later in the week, I was able to do some in person, so that was good, so it didn't affect me too much, but you mentioned something bad about having your exams, um, like, all in two days, was that right? Uh, yeah, that is correct. <laughs> I, uh, you know, I was out of school for a total of either four or five days. And, you know, during that span, I had a lot of exams and they were, you know, all postponed. And I had to do six exams in two days. I had to go in, you know, it was, I think it was four on one day and two on Friday. And the Friday one was a, uh, Kind of like similar to like what you were talking about, like a practical where you got to like perform, you know, certain interventions and stuff like that. But that was around the stage where I, my fever finally went away, but the sore throat was coming in. So I was really just taking, I also at this point did not know I had mono. I thought it was something maybe like strep or something. So uh, I took Advil and I uh, just went with it yeah. <laughs> and it sucked, but we got through it. That does sound rough. Like, I could not do six exams in two days. I don't know how you did that, but... <laughs> that, I, I couldn't tell you how either. <laughs> he fought through the mono, right? He fought through it. He went night sweats and not getting the, the proper sleep, waking him up in the middle of the night. He still fought through it and got through it. That's what we're about. That's what we're about. Exactly. <laughs> so moving on, like, now that you're um, 
we talk about we talk about the effects of it. Like, because even though you're free of symptoms, like I am, like there's still things you gotta watch out for. Like, you're mm. not supposed to run for like you're not supposed to do a vigorous exercise or run or lift thing, lift heavy things for like I think it's like two months after because like your spleen's enlarged. Yep. Which is like super frustrating. Has that affected you in any way? Definitely. Yeah, I don't know about you, but. Early on, when I like had symptoms pretty strong, I did feel pain in my spleen. Um, not very strong. It was more of just kind of a discomfort pain. So you know, it definitely kind of kind of was an eye opener for me. Like like this is pretty serious. Like I should probably take it seriously. And uh, you know, this summer I was waiting. You know, I play in a soccer league, and I was really hoping you know to get out there. They started three weeks ago, I think. But you know, I have been able to play because. Uh, mono. So, <laughs> why can't you go to this mono? Yeah. This, this, this that's just a common answer for the summer, basically. Yeah, yeah pretty much. And I mean, what we're talking about summer here is, uh, you, you know, with mono, you can't drink either because it affects the liver. And not only does mono affect the spleen, it affects the liver. So you know, we can't drink for what is it, two months as well? I think. Yeah, I think I think it's a, well. Yeah, I think yeah, because I think the time frame for drinking is like longer than exercise i yeah. think yeah i think i mixed it up i think exercise is like one, one month, month yeah and then drinking is two months i think so yeah i know when i got tested for mono they kind of like looked at all my levels and whatever and they told me in four months i had to, not four months sorry four weeks uh, i had to come back and i would do blood work again and they would tell me um if i can return to kind of like normal life like you know running or you know like you mentioned the vigorous exercise and right now we're two weeks in, so you know we got another two weeks to go. But uh, yeah, that's that's yeah. where I'm going. Speaking of that, like when we talking about like spleens being enlarged and the liver and stuff, when they were when the uh, physician was doing my exam, like when I was getting tested for that, she's like, "Oh yeah, by the way, you might have a heart murmur. I'm not sure. I can't, she's like, I'm not sure I felt it, but you might have one." I'm like, "Well, I mean, I'm 22. I feel like someone would have probably picked up on that by yeah, now." Yeah. And like. I don't know, like, that's a heart valve problem. Like, that doesn't, yeah. that doesn't, I don't feel like that, that, that doesn't really just, like, pop up out of nowhere, you know? Like, yeah. I don't know. That's weird. So that's, I gotta, yeah, that's weird. Probably not something you want to hear when you just No, to, not really. <laughs> I don't know. You have mono. She was like, she was like, yeah, by the way, uh, if you could, like, after symptoms go away, could you, you could, like, find a time to, like, uh, talk to your PCP and try to confirm that. That'd be great. I'm, she's like, I'm not sure if I felt it, by the way. That's just what I think. I'm like, okay, cool. That's great. <laughs> Good to hear. <laughs> yeah, no, that's definitely weird. <laughs> But yeah, the symptoms of mono are just like, or the uh, the, act, the uh, after effects are kind of annoying because like, even though you're free of symptoms, you feel like pretty much normal. Like it's annoying that you can't like do all the stuff you get back to even after yeah. that. Yeah, and I don't know about you, but like I was waiting for the semester to end so you know I can you know exercise again, work out exactly, yeah, you know have a good time, stuff like that, you know, and yeah, you know it's kind of spoiled, delayed a little delayed, bit, delayed, delayed, delayed. I felt the second half of the summer for us only would be much better than the first half. Uh, yes, I would agree with that okay. statement. <laughs> Anyways, we talked about a lot about the symptoms and stuff. How do you how do you think you got mono, Matt? Well, let me just uh, talk to the viewer, the listeners, real quick. And uh, you know, if you're a real true fan of the More Life podcast, you follow us on social media, specifically Instagram, and you would have seen that we posted a picture. I believe it was two pizzas and two glasses of wine. That's right. That's right. And uh, you guys might not know, but that was at a restaurant in downtown Syracuse. Yep. We were we were down there for uh, your your second dose of the vaccine, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. And uh, we figured, yeah, you know, while we're out here, we'll get dinner. And we found this nice restaurant. I think it was, I, what was it called? I think it was like a pizza regional. Or yeah, something, some, like that. something like that. It was it was really cool. A very know? fancy name. Very yeah, fancy yeah. Name. We went inside. It was like a real trendy look. They got like bricks and yeah, they had a brick they oven. It's very trendy. They got bricks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they had a brick oven and uh, you know, it looked cool. So you know, we went there. We split the wine. Uh, <laughs> 
and uh, straight from the grapes of Argentina. Of course. And, it, was uh, it was the Malbec, the Malbec wine. The Velvety. Velvety, oh, my, yeah. <laughs> my, my bad, my bad. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, well, I mean, I'm pretty sure we caught mono there because, you know, everything online says the incubation period's four weeks, four to six weeks. Yeah, four to six, four, seven, yeah. And we got our symptoms around, what was it, four or five weeks yeah, after that? about that, yeah. And uh, that's the only thing that makes sense where you and me were both yeah, in exactly. an event somewhere. Because we didn't, like... For those who don't know, mono's mainly uh, spread by sharing spit and saliva. It's not, like, spread through, like, uh, airborne droplets like COVID. Uh, at least the chances are much uh, less. So you must have had to, like, share a drink or, like, kiss someone if, we, if you were to get mono. Or at least have someone sneeze on, or, like, sneeze on sp- or spit on your, like, food or something you take in. Yeah. So, I mean, we didn't share drinks or anything during that time period. So, like, we were thinking, I mean, I'm thinking it happened by, like, someone... Something must happen in that kitchen at that restaurant. I'm saying that must something must happen back there. We don't know. I think I think someone coughed on our pizza because it's, if you remember, we got two different pizzas, and you got like some kind of veggie one with spinach and stuff. And I got just like a plain cheese, mm-hmm. and you know it's cut into four, and we both had like three of our own, and yeah. then we swapped the last piece yeah. to you know just try the other kind. Yeah, I honestly think either they didn't wash the glasses that we were drinking out of. Or the plates we were eating on, or someone just coughed on our pizza, <laughs> or sneezed on our pizza, or something. Yeah. Because I don't know. The funny thing is, you remember? You remember when I got my pizza? Like the, the, the first one they had to send back. Do you remember that? No, I I remember your pizza taking longer. I got yeah. mine, and yeah. like we had to wait ten minutes. Yeah, maybe someone sneezed on it because like they thought that, or yeah, they so they sent it back. Uh, but then they got the new one. They all seized on that too. Ooh, probably I don't didn't, know. didn't see it. Or something. Yeah, it could have been. Yeah, it could have been something like that. You never know. You never know what's going on behind the scenes of those places, but. I don't, yeah, I don't know what else, where else I would have got it from, like, I've, like, shared drinks with people at school, just from going out afterwards, but, like, no one there is sick, like, I suppose I could have got it from, like, an ex, but, again, that was a while ago, and you got, you got out at the same time as I did, Yeah, which makes it think, so, like, we got infected at the same time, so, yeah, I don't know. That's the only thing that makes sense, I would think. But anyways, that was our reasoning, Matt and I, for why we've been absent off uh, making podcast for so long. Again, very sorry. We plan a lot of great content coming up this summer. Also, we're, another thing we're doing going going forward is um, we posting um, things to Instagram, like saying asking what you guys want to listen to for our next podcast. So stay tuned for that; it's gonna be great. We're back with our episode. The boys are buzzing, ready to get the summer going. And uh, so, yeah, more life podcast stays true always. <laughs>